Hello, dummies. How are you guys today? It's funny, as these go on and the more I do, um, the more I'm afraid I'm going to disappoint. The more I'm afraid I'm I'm not going to have smart things to say, or not, not even just smart, because I don't really think of myself as a smart person. If you're looking for smart things, you should go somewhere else. But I, I just hope I don't come across as a dick, and I hope I, I maintain sincerity of myself in all of this. Thank you for being here. Um, it's the fourth episode. I'm obviously having some sort of crisis or power trip. It could be anything in between. It's been a weird week. I always say that, but it's always weird. Life's fucking weird. Um, my landlord and I had a dispute. Um, I talked to a grown woman. She cried. It's it's pretty insane to think of a grown person crying to you during a professional phone call. But you start to realize that none of these people have any of this figured out. That a lot of this is just all made up. A grown, a grown woman with children and, and a life and bills um, that I pay money to every month crying in front of me sobbing well not really sobbing crying yelling and, and saying I'm gonna talk to her lawyer and then I just talk to her husband he's not a lawyer imagine that which it's whatever am I dunking on some old mentally incompetent woman eh, middle-aged but there's people all around you that when you're young, you look up and you think, God, these are good people. I know this is overdone. This is cliche, right? To think that, like, there's people... To, like, not realize motherfuckers aren't perfect. But for a long time, I thought as a dummy... I've always been a dummy. I was born young and dumb. Um, the youngin' will eventually leave, and I'll just be dumb. But... Uh, I've always assumed I was the dumbest person in the room. I'd see people with confidence and people would tell me they're faking it and I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. And then as you get older and you get into junior high, you start to see people do more complex things, things that are not just hobbies, but things that really matter. And and like and like musical or like dance and these arts and things that you're like, wow, these are these are culture specific. They they have a lot of history behind them as well. And then you start to slowly get into high school. And the gap is so large that you no longer think of these as things you could start, but you see people that you perceive as better, who who will always be better than you. And that maybe it was just my issue, and that, that probably was my issue, but not, I don't think it's exclusive. I think a lot of people have that struggle. And so I have gotten to, thankfully, go from the bottom of thinking I am the worst person in the world, thinking I am the dumbest person in the world, and slowly try to like find my way in this reality. Um, and I think that there's probably other ways to do that. It's probably, that's probably not the only way to do that. But I think that is like a, a way that can be done. Whatever. I think there's, and I don't know what the other ways are necessarily to become a, a, a person, and like, who knows, maybe I'm an evil person, maybe that was the exact opposite of what it should have been done, and I'm just gonna be some fucking supervillain in the future, who knows. 
But there's other people I look around and I almost feel bad for. Like this lady who is supposed to be in charge of this property who's crying when I ask her a question or I talk to her about professionalism. It's just very, it's just odd. And then you start to realize like, oh, these people have nothing. These people are insane. Her, her husband called me and was like, I think you should apologize. Like, she's my mom. What the fuck? I'll never see you again. You fucking animals couldn't even, like, answer my fucking call, and now you're wanting to add manners into this? No, you don't even know what you're doing at your job. There are no manners. We're past manners. We're past the point of not being able to be served for the, the, the service. So, we're you know... It's one of those things, but there's there's fake people everywhere and everything, and that's really how a lot of this this whole world works. It's it's <laughs> it's funny. One person you see in the news, and I'm not once again, I'm not the only one to cover this, but like AOC, tax the rich. What are we? And everyone's like, she's such a for the person, pe- like such for the people person, and no, she's not. She's not her, and obviously there's that thing where her friend came out that made the dress that didn't pay taxes anywhere that said tax the rich, which is hilarious because she had more in taxes than I've ever made. (laughs) It's not about your money if you're there. If you're there, you're already winning. You already have them sold because it's fake. None of it matters. She's not part of these people because of her money, which she has. But because she's there, she's talking to all of these people. These people are smiling. No one cares. It's it's whatever. It's it's one of these fake people. It's the same thing with every other politician. Ted Cruz and everyone. Like Bill Cosby, for example, a fake person. He has this whole thing where it's like, don't first, but I got too much Xanax. You know, and it's like, what the fuck is this? And that just goes away. It just is what it is. Um... And I mean, okay, he went to jail and he got out, but it still is one of those things that like he got to for decades shit on people because he wanted to feel better. And the easiest way to do that is to call that out. Now, another simple way to do this is like very religious people that have like hellfire and damnation. That's usually another sign that they're probably doing terrible fucking things. Um, if they're like. <laughs> it just is what it is. You try to distance yourself from garbage things. I think it's just things that, like, dumb... Like, I think it's low-level manipulation, and that's why it's so textbook for people to do that. Um, and speaking of, like, church people and things, and, like, not just church people, but, like, that's a lot of times there's some faux-God aspect to it or whatever. That, and I don't mean that God isn't real, but in a sense where they're like, if you donate $10,000, God will bless you. And it's like, what the... Oh, that's just two different things. That like I, it's just so obviously a scam for dementia. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. But so, a lot of a lot of the people that were at my church were like these people who'd who'd be in. I'll call it a young adult group. Um, so probably from the age, and I was raised in this church, so I was there all my childhood, but probably from the age of, like, early teens upward, I was with this same group of people, and there was a lot of people in there that were interesting. I had one, I had one friend who was by no means the smartest, the smartest cookie, um... He had failed senior year twice. God 
Bless his fucking soul. Could you imagine high school for two more fucking years? Jesus, hell. And, uh... And he was one of my best friends. Now, he... He wasn't fully necessarily mature as a person, but he was like a cool dude. And we would hang out. He would like he introduced me to energy drinks and God of War, and we had we had a good time. The typical Mountain Dew Dorito summer. And he would go everywhere, and we would just enjoy ourselves. But he had brought a friend, who we'll call Jay. And Jay was insane. I remember at one point, the young adult leader looking at me and going, Jay is crazy. Jay is insane. And I was like, that's a little, that's a little odd to have, you know, that's a little crazy to have here. But it is what it is. Um, there's other also small things at church. For example, God, and you start to wonder now. Now I'm like, probably should have told somebody, but... God, I wonder if there was follow-up with that. God, whatever. Um, Like, we had a couch that we had had for a while. Um, I lifted up a cushion, and underneath there was a Adam and Eve lubricant bottle in the youth room. Which is just weird. I showed it to the pastor, he just quickly threw it away, and was like good job thank you and I was like okay yeah but what yeah good job awesome that like no one's like, but what was that what just lubrication in our room for youth nothing awesome awesome and, <laughs> but these people were fake, and that's not their fault, though, because they were raised in an environment that's fake, with all these fake people around. And so we had one guy that would be with us, and he had been saved, and he was a, he would take communion and things, and he wanted to be a military man and live by honor. Um, and he would also hit us with a pool noodle that had a lead bar in the center, in the head. So there were a few times that I lost consciousness, <laughs> so, from the age of you know, whenever to whenever, and it was like young teens to late teens, and it was ter it was insane, I don't want to say terrible, it was a lot of fun, you, you don't know the rush of being chased with a lead pipe pool noodle and being like, this guy might kill me, and he doesn't believe in the god who punishes him for that, um, that same man, we were driving, three of us, we're driving, there's a man who had the name of some flower child, and we were driving a 97 Plymouth, I want to say? I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I don't know cars at all. That's fun. But I believe a 97 Plymouth. And so, we had basically ended up approaching the wrong side of the road from going on a roundabout we had gone around a bunch of times and this was the time where like i didn't do drugs but i thought like if you drank enough mountain dew something happened so that's all that was going on really but me and these three kids well three these guys are all older than me i was probably 16 at most and they're 17 18 because they had you know one had failed a few grades whatever and we were just going the wrong way down a highway in this plymouth 
just and we see headlights and I was like oh shit and with no care in the world about like what might be there he fucking goes into the median onto the other side and ramps up there and he's just like whatever just cool just whatever with no care that he just almost killed people uh, and it was funny too because you start to really understand that that guy doesn't believe in fucking God he doesn't care what the fuck happens so <laughs> it just it's just funny and so he had a family one of a few of which were very good people there were some girls in there that were very nice I mean they were the type of people that would wear like combat boots to everything um, which is fine but it's a type and so they uh they would do that they were, they were the type that like they would always have jobs at places where like human trafficking was like a big issue but like you knew they weren't trafficking you just knew that like they probably didn't know what was going on and they like Cindy didn't show up again and like call it in you know um so as church had kind of gone on my family did a lot of things and my stepdad was very involved in the church he did a lot of fun stuff so like I'd get to see a lot of behind the scenes I'd get to play in the church churches are terrifying they're terribly scary and a lot of times whenever you're like running around you it starts to kind of play on the God aspect I think you start to truly believe in God when you get that fear involved in you in a church that's when you start to be like alright I'm sorry dude you know like uh, we used to play underneath the baptismal and things and yeah just just crazy that's how I spent most of my like Sundays um yeah and it wasn't a lot of fun I was extremely bored so I had to rely on a lot of imagination now wouldn't you guess I talked to myself um and you would talk to these people too my grandmother would oftentimes be there cooking something um another man that we'd talk to thank god we'd only have to see him usually in the mornings but we'd pick him up every day and I usually would change every name in a story but this guy's name is Marvin and Marvin wore the most dusty flat waxed toupee you'd ever seen it looks like I used to work at a pizza place and you'd get dough on your shirt that's what it looks like it looked like there was dough on his fucking his fucking toupee and we would pick him up for church on Sundays and he'd get in and it would smell so bad it was the single worst smell I had ever smelled in my life my sister looks at me and she goes what is that scared like a child calling out for their father what is it pa are we gonna be okay my eyes are watering pa we're gonna live and so this man just sits there with his toupee and whatever some sort of rotten onion underneath it I imagine and the suit that he wears every time that definitely does not get washed it needs to be dry cleaned and it doesn't and so we picked him up from a trailer that and this is one of those trailers that you're like it, it's more of a rhombus than anything not a trailer shape 
trailers should not be rhombus shaped. And he would come out, and he would talk about, he would always beg his wife to come to church, which is sad. I get that, but he doesn't want her to die unsaved. But you start to look around, and you start to think, you need a lot more than a prayer. At one point, he starts explaining to us about the raccoons in his shower. The raccoons. More? More? More than one raccoon. Like a small, like, like a cartoon. Like a cartoon where a family of raccoons live in a bathtub. And this is the man we would allow into the van. And at some points my sister and I would literally put blankets on our head and just be like, if, if carbon dioxide kills us, it kills us. And just take the chance. It was the worst. It was like a mix of perfume and cat piss. Because when you believe it in this cartoon, because this trailer, you walk in and it's just a cartoon. It's the only way to really like live with it. You pretend it's a cartoon. You pretend there's not a corner full of dishes. You pretend there's not a woman in one corner that you don't realize is a woman until she turns around and asks you if you'll hand her a baked potato sitting on your left. There's... There's obviously somebody in the bathroom. It's a raccoon. There's, it, it's just rough. He would talk about bed bugs, which get him out of the van. I am a child. Let me live. He is done. He's over 70, and he has, he lives with raccoons. Let him be there. But instead, we would take him. Um, he also had the worst breath. And about four or five teeth. And he would always call, Mr. Dumb! Mr. Dumb! <laughs> He'd do like an extra old man laugh. And you'd be like, you don't look that old. And you're like, oh yes, this is a toupee. And so he'd be like, Mr. Dumb, that's my man! <laughs> and he would get too close to you. And he'd have, I swear to fucking God, like this tooth, this tooth, this tooth, and this tooth. Like, it was just a fucking mess. And like my like at one point like the people were like like people were like hey man what if you like maybe got those out just be done with them be gone have a funeral for your teeth and move on because life can continue on but you lose the years to those bad teeth people don't think of you as a person like that sometimes and that's no one's fault sometimes it is a truly healthy gauge of somebody's life now then things get better and you're still missing four teeth or you only have four teeth still. What you need to do is get new teeth so people know your life is better. Okay? And that's not your fault. It's not. But that's what it is. So, he would try to help around and he would do his best. But he was just truly, and I mean this in a way that definition fits him and other words lack it, repulsive. He just repulsed people. Not a, just a, a gross man. And I, I think he died eventually, and I, I hope, I hope the best, um, I, I hope the best for Marvin and his trailer and his wife. 
um, oh, I'm pretty sure it was a bitch, but I mean, he kind of was too. But like, even his older age, like he had like gray hair coming out the bottom of his toupee. It was just like, you know, he took it off like Lord Vader, like with it. And that's like what he looked like underneath, you know, it just sucked all the age out of his fucking life. But he was another guy. He'd constantly talk about the Lord. He'd say, Mr. Dumb, the Lord is good today. The Lord is good. And it's not that he was a bad... I mean, in order to lead people to the Lord, they need to not be running away from you. So that's an issue. But he wasn't necessarily a bad, like, Christian, per se. He knew the Bible. He knew what he loved. He was just also insane at times and, like, thought raccoons are sovereign citizens. And so... He starts telling you about God, and he starts witnessing to people. I remember we'd be in public, and we'd have, like, block parties and things. And, like, you could see him back there. He's got, like, two teeth right here biting down on the lip. I'm going in for the jail. And he gets on over there, and he goes, Howdy, sir. And he starts talking. And the only thing I know is that that man will not find Jesus that day. Because they're going to be like, I do not want to be part of whatever this is. They're going to go find another church and be like, no, I'm Presbyterian. I'm not whatever that. I'm Presbyterian. Or the, I'm Catholic. That's different than Christian. That's not them. That's They are different than me. I am not them. Um, it was pretty wild to see sometimes. Because you're like, I don't know if this is... Because he thought he was going in for the kill. He thought he was going to take him down and drag him right back to Jesus. Um, they oftentimes, like, do the, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 you know, they're, like, right next to a door at all times, um, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was the worst, <laughs> but that's how it is, like, you have people that are insane, um, and these are, these are examples of intense ones and also ones that necessarily aren't more fortunate than others so it is what it is but we'll keep, we'll keep continuing on this path there's another one that was there was a couple that was actually very nice they had a daughter um that like would kind of like i don't want to say hit on me but would like kind of hint that she'd like to go on a date with me every now and then like i just couldn't do it and i would tell her no she like asked me on facebook like once every two or three years or whatever and she's not a bad person it just was not Everyone in youth ministries is so damaged. It's like, and even when you're that young, you're like, this is not gonna, she's gonna start screaming and crying, and I'm not gonna know why. You've been there already, but you just don't know, like, how people work or why they're like that, you know? And so, I, I just, you know move on but they were nice people and she was always nice to me that was a thing too she wasn't a girl because it's very hard for girls to get rejected at times because they feel so pretty they feel like why are people rejecting me and so and that's not just girls but like guys as well that like also have higher self-esteems um but also because of like this is societal dynamic whatever 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 this lady this girl this lady had a sister and this girl had an aunt and she would bring her children two of them and we would pick them up from church and take them 
and the child that was male. Because they were both insane. They'd start screaming at random times. They'd be terrible. They'd start hitting each other, hitting us, like, doing whatever for just attention, just blatant attention. But they'd also do shit where, like, the boy... And it's disturbing that he could dissociate this well. But the boy just shut his eyes. And the mom's like, he's having a seizure. He's having a seizure. He's having a seizure. Freaking out. Telling every single person in the whole church. Now, when you're 14, 15, you feel bad. You're like, somebody's having a seizure. What the hell? You don't even... I might have autism. You don't even realize that it could be fake. You don't even think to yourself, somebody could not be having a seizure and somebody's making it up. That's gotta be a thing that people are sure of, right? Adults? We rush this kid, we rush him into the into the, the van and my mom starts talking about the hospital. No, he's fine now. We just need to go. Okay. <clears throat> As we start turning the block, um, he miraculously recovers. Thank God. And you start to see that fake people train other little fake people. They train them. And this starts getting passed down to be fake. That that's what this is. That that's what all of... Ooh. That that's what all of this is. Is all of it is just fake. <laughs> there was a recent... There was a recent story in the news. Um... <laughs> A fucking bus driver didn't like that one of the kids he was transporting had a Mexican flag. So, he told them they couldn't bring it on the bus. Like, you would think this many years later, we'd be over social issues on buses. Also, what kind of... Imagine a man. He just got out of 7-Eleven. He's got his big gulp. And he's got enough peanuts to feed two elephants. And he's snacking. And he's like, it's a good, it's a good morning out. It's looking, it's, it looks nice. And he's like resting him on his, he's, there's many people like this. He's resting it on his stomach right here. He's just got all his shit right here. And he's just eating it. His slop off it. He's just eating it, and he's, and all of a sudden, he sees the group of kids coming over, playing soccer. And what does one of them have? A fucking flag draped around their back. How dare they? So they come up to you. And you think, you think to yourself for a minute, because you're walking down on those big old steps, and you take your steps down, and you go, son, and you kind of clear your throat, because your, your, your reflux is acting up, because those are spicy peanuts, and you shouldn't have got the spicy ones, but you're a big boy, so you swallow it, and you let, <clears throat> son, son, you're not coming on this bus with that flag, this is a proud bus, my great granddaddy kicked off Rosa Parks. Yeah.
You're a bus driver. You're on a giant yellow vehicle. The only thing closest to you is a clown car. If you pulled up in a clown car with 18 people in it, and you and you go, nink, nink, not allowed. We don't like other races. Nink, nink. And you just take off. You would look rec less ridiculous than you do right now. You're a fucking bus. These are used to transport illegal immigrants. This, these are used to transport prisoners to prisons. It's a bus. It... You don't have pride. But that's the thing also, is that we're starting to see another aspect of the fake person, where it's that they have things that their life is founded on. It's just not real things. It's whatever QAnon bullshit this guy fucking thinks that the Mexican flag is a big deal. And it's just not. It's never, it's never been. It hasn't been. Who cares? Hey. People are Mexican. And... Like... It's a flag. They're in most stadiums. And you know as soon as they were like... But, but it's football. He's like, you're not taking our goddamn sports too! You know? Like, like you know, this has just got to be so rough for him. And it's just... It doesn't have to be. I got an idea. Ask the kids some questions. If people are dumb, they'll know they're dumb when you ask them. If you're like, hey man, that Mexico? What does Mexico mean to you? Maybe you'll learn something. For some reason, feel like this guy wasn't interested in learning. Don't know why. Um, but I believe they, they, the school basically told him, like, hey, get the fuck out of here. You got the fuck out. I, some people are saying he got fired. I don't know. Does he deserve to get fired? Yes. You're you're driving a fucking... It's literally like a fucking <laughs> Holocaust train that's fucking dressed up. Shut up and drive the fucking... You literally... <laughs> to open the fucking doors. You're not fucking... What are you doing? It's... It's insane. It's insane to think that... That, that the bus drivers are getting uppity in this climate. What the hell? Ah... <sighs> Yeah. It is funny, though. Because when I was raised, there were very few people that I felt like were wrong openly. Were wrong on, honestly and often. It didn't seem like there was a lot of people that like were shitty people openly. It seemed like people called people on things. It seemed like people wanted to be better. And maybe that was because I was young and they had people in the community that were successful in front of me. And that's good. That's That should be what happens. Sorry, I'm parched. Um, <laughs> but you start to wonder what these kids are seeing in people. For example, my sister had gone to high school. There was a teacher that didn't like me. There were a few teachers. I was, I was not the best kid. I was a weird fucking kid, and I had a lot of weird things going on. And some of those teachers didn't really like me. And it's dumb looking back now, because I was 13, maybe 14. So it's not like it's any of their goddamn business how good or bad I'm doing. Um, they just need to teach me and try to figure out how to teach me best and try to, like, not be a bitch, you know? Like, just, like... If you're an educator, you're supposed to educate. Figure it out. 
Um, that's that's your challenge. You signed up for that. And there's this one lady that threw a football at my sister at a football game and broke her glasses, like a toy football that they hand out in stands and shit. And this same teacher supposedly got caught having an affair, had to move over schools, whatever, and, like, this happens every other year. So who knows how many of these were really true, you know? Um, just such a, like, fake fucking people. Like, this lady acting like she's so cool, like she loves her husband, all this shit, divorced the next year. Like, and just, like, that's not to talk shit on people like that. But just to be sitting there feeding bullshit to 13-year-olds because they'll buy it, it's like, what the hell? But then you start to think, because when you're there, you think, how pathetic is this gym teacher fucking hitting on 16-year-olds, trying to fucking befriend the fucking, like, 17-year-olds, hoping they'll one day go to, like, the state or, like, Olympics and hopefully put his name somewhere for the love of fuck before he dies. Pathetic. It's just, like, it's just, and not that, that's mostly, like, wrestling coaches. Wrestling coaches are like that, and I mean that. Most there are wrestling coaches that are nice guys. They're all cold people, but most wrestling coaches are just garbage fucking people. Um, and I, I don't know what the correlation is, but I mean, same thing with like football coaches. Just and maybe that's because they were in high school too, um, and they're like just around children who are also garbage. But you start to wonder what children are going to do when they see these things. When they when they start to see see people act like this, adults that are like, fuck you, you're Mexican, I'm not helping you. You start to see kids that don't have a respect for the world around them, and that's because respect must first be given. And that is how it is. It's always been like that. Um, with the landlords that started to cry like whiny little fucking babies. Um, I had t called them, and I had told them, like, hey, I have to talk to you about something, and, and like, I just need to talk to them about professionalism, and you start to see people that have never made the right choice for themselves but have never decided to try to do better i've always lived with their environment and said this is what we have we can't do anything and this this leads to people that aren't competent aren't doing things right but then but then what what about the people that go on and they, they are competent they become successful businessmen those things but what about when you're a child what if those lawyers and businessmen weren't persuaded to be good people? Because that's what we're doing here. We're buying good people. People are going to end up bad or good people. You educate them and you hope for the best. But it's also shown that the lower the education, the more, you know, like violence kind of comes out, the, the more frustration is shown because people don't understand as much. And so you start to see these kids who have never been shown respect, and then you start to see these things on TikTok called devious licks, which are whatever. Many people have made videos about it, but it's just children stealing whole bathrooms. the The soap dispensers are a hot one. A lot of people say at schools they can't they can't have like soap dispensers and shit now because people were stealing them. I saw a video of a man had stolen a whole sink. Um, somebody had tried to lip, rip off a light socket for no real reason. Um, things like that. It is not going to stop. <laughs> this is going to be one of those things that's like, like, <laughs> the kids, the kids are just kidnapping administration and they're just like, they're just like, 
<laughs> What's up, guys? Today we got Mr. Richards. <laughs> and he's just gonna be in the back, like, you know, like it's gonna look like this in the back too. But there's one fucking a kid. I swear to God, imagine, imagine. You think school shootings weren't bad before? Imagine this guy's taking a shit, pants around his legs, shoes on, doing his best, and some man grabs his shoes. Hey, bro, what the fuck? What the fuck, bro? Starts kicking his shit, whatever. This man then grabs his pants and starts pulling. He pulls this guy's pants off and leaves the bathroom. In which, now we're getting into classical bullying. We're getting into more of the, like, 90s bullying as opposed to the contemporary cyberbullying and these things of, like, graffiti and such and, like, like... Carrie-esque things, where it's like really open and out in the public. We're starting to get into more like '90s bullying, where it's like a, oh shit, these are these are truly like, almost a little thought out. There's things to these, you know, um, where like people not really thought out, but like people are just like fucking filming themselves taking other people's pants and leaving and just claiming it. That's that's insane. <laughs> But it's also not far off. It's also not far off from, like, these children forming extremist cells or gangs and claiming these. That would happen a lot of times when I was younger. Kids would be like, we did that, we did that. And people would, like, make it, like, a gang thing. And it's not far from that. There's going to be extremist cells based on where homerooms are. They're going to steal things from other parts of the building. At, at, at one point, they're, they're going to be dressed in different, different like, hype beast clothing. They're going to have fucking bandanas on to, like, signify which one is which. They're, like, they're going to be like, shoot the dude with the Gucci bandana. And they're like, gonna hit him or whatever like hell yeah good shot braxton you know like there's gonna be like 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 guys in homeroom and it's gonna be dark and all the sh windows are shaded there's a map out in front of him of the whole school and he's like a guy comes up to him and the guy's just rubbing his head on the on the on the table he's like god damn it god damn it uh, another kid comes up he's he's like 12 he's like hello sir because he's got like a mickey mouse voice he's like hello sir didn't make it back. He and Sergeant Braylon were, were reselling toilets on the corner. <laughs> and, and somebody took him out. What? And he goes, Fine then. It's time for take backs. Bring out Mr. Richards. And there's going to be like a little teacher that's going to be like, Help me. You know? And like, <laughs> like, it's just going to go too far immediately. There was literally a toilet taken. There was a, no pipes. A toilet was taken. There's shit on the ground. These people have shit on them and they are running down the halls. That is how much they care about these licks. They are shitting on themselves and running away. It's a shit and run. Do you understand? These people don't care. The joke surpasses shit on you. You you understand? Shit's on you? No, no, no. You are a legend. You are Herculean. You are better than Odysseus because you have a pound of porcelain over your shoulder and shit trail falling you like some weird fucking snail. And those are the people that aren't fake. Those are the true doers. The people who are gonna steal the shit-covered toilets. Although retarded, but that's the thing, you can't get these people. 
These people don't care they're covered in shit. They're getting clout. You understand? And that's how a lot of this is, though. Fake people, you know, on the other side of it, extend from a lot of things. There's one thing I'd forgotten to touch on as well, kind of earlier in the episode, but... I used to go on a lot of mission trips. A lot of them were very, very fun. Um, the people who put them together were nice. The things we did were fun. Um, most of the time you weren't doing anything weird at all. Like, sometimes you go places and you're like, this just kind of fucking sucks. But there you always felt like you were doing something. So you'd go to this big church, we get there. I remember there's, there's, um, you, you walk in the front and there's stairs to the left that goes downstairs and stairs to the, that go upstairs. Um, and then to the right it goes around in the steeple or whatever. And so you'd like walk forward and you go into the auditorium and you take your seat and they tell you why you're there. They tell you what you're doing for the day. They tell you how you're going to go to like do all this shit at like some, some church or whatever. And basically this one that I was at was specifically for planting churches. So this one was for, we were all going to break up into 15, 16 groups or 15, 16 like youths. And we were, like, the groups themselves. And we were going to go out and start different churches places. Like, one year I played soccer. Um, one year we had a block party. And on the year we had a block party, we were too small. Um, so we got teamed up with people. My friend that um, was behind in grades was with us. I don't think the friend that murdered small animals came, Jay. I don't think he came. Um, but there were other people. His sister had come. Um got you and she did but so, yeah, whatever and we were walking down the street and almost like some sort of canine this girl we were with she was very overweight she was a little blonde mostly black haired um, it was all dyed and she looked at me and she goes I was like, what? She goes, catfish. And I was like, what? And she goes, it smells like catfish. That's meth. Now, side note, before this on the bus ride up, I was very close to the youth pastor. Wasn't molested. You'd think I was how close I was. I didn't talk that away in some recent memory. You can't prove that. Anyways, I had talked to him, and he was telling me that this girl's possessed. That something's not right with this girl. That she sees people, that she convulses, all, all kinds of things. And so I was like, fuck that shit. I don't need to play with none of that. So I just was like, fuck that. I'm, I'm moving on with this shit. I don't, I don't... I don't, I don't need this. So we start walking up to this house because basically we're handing out flyers. And I noticed that this house, interestingly enough, doesn't have a front door, which is odd. We were in, I'll say, we were in Missouri. Um, I always remember that because one guy was like, this place is great. And one guy looks at him and goes, it's literally a place everyone agreed to call misery. And I just like sulked away. And I was like, oh, people kill themselves here. And so, so we had, we had gone there and I was like, all right, well, I'll just go up because she's staying back. She's freaked the fuck out. I'm like, whatever. And so 
I go up there and I uh, knock on the like wood or whatever to try to get somebody to come up. A dog comes up, immediately tries to murder me. I walk away. I invite two people who are 100% cooking meth in their house to this block party. Um, so that was fun. A lot of things like that happened though when I was young where I would do these things and it's like, what is the point? Like it's almost like it is funny. It's a good time. I gotta walk around this, this street with a young meth head and discuss what was happening. But what was the point? Like I didn't really get much out of it as a person or like as the person there even. Just so weird. So weird. But, you know, that's how most churches and anything like that. I hope the best for that girl, but I can't imagine she anything went well. That she did not. She had tried to hit on me, too. A lot of... I, I attract a woman in life. I attract women who are beautiful and fun and, and great to hang out with as well, and like, like the people I love. But there's also a save-me woman... And some people where they just don't have great lives, and they're asking you to save them, not necessarily with their voice, sometimes with their eyes, sometimes with their body movement, sometimes with their text messages. Things like that. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm going to end this with a little bit of thoughts. Uh, this is just right off the dome, but... A lot of times, it took me a long time to figure out what the fuck a real person was. It was so hard to try to figure out who I am. I don't know who I am. I, I'm sitting down here and I have everything together. I'm recording and I'm enjoying it. And I'm starting to feel like a real person. But even I don't know who I am. And what I'm, why I'm saying that is because sometimes it's hard to be real to who you are when you don't know who you are. And so some of these people that are fake, some of these people... They're not being real to who they are. They're avoiding progress. Because it hurts. Because it's hard. Um, and when you're young and you're trying to figure things out, go do whatever. Go look fucking stupid. You're fucking young. That's what you can do. You don't have to have a thing. You don't have to have your life figured out. Go enjoy yourself. But... We start to see these people who are 30s, 40s, 50s, who have never tried anything, who have never given themselves a good commitment to anything because they've worked themselves to death or they don't care to, to, to move on. Um, and, the, and it's just fakeness. It's not, it's not true at all. I think we're going to see more of this as we get along. And I think what we're going to see is people that go on and they start to get fed up. They start to feel like people aren't standing up for themselves and they're going to get tired of pity. They're going to get tired of people who look for pity and they're going to keep moving. I think we're slowly hitting that point. I don't know if today was funny. I appreciate you guys for being here. I'm going to try some new editing software. Hopefully this ends up enjoyable. Thank you, dummies. Thank you.